Welcome to your mom. Your mom podcast. Your mom's podcast. This isn't any podcast. This is your mother's podcast. My mom's podcast. Nah, dude, she's your mom. With Ashley Addison and Lisa McCaffrey. Your mom is a podcast. Shut up, dude. Welcome back to your mom, Ashley Adamson, Lisa McCaffrey back in the saddle. And Lisa, when we launched this thing almost a year ago, we sat down and made a short list of moms on our bucket list. And our guest today was on that list. Yep. We've been wanting this one for a long time. Top names on the list, 100%. Whew. Your mom's World yes. Cup coverage continues. And it's crazy because we're just about over a month away from the U.S. women's national team opening up their quest for a three-peat. Their first game is July 21st in New Zealand. Uh, I hope everybody's enjoying our content. Our conversation last week with Julie Foudy was epic. We've gotten some amazing feedback on that. Uh, Lisa, your former, your former Stanford teammate had some great yeah, that, yeah, and I'm on all their their group chats now. Oh, so. good, you made yeah. it onto the group thread. Yeah, Way to go! I already heard the stories they weren't able, that she wasn't able to tell last week. So <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna keep those under wraps. Okay, well, yeah. you know, this week new and improved, new and improved. Well, I was just gonna Younger, say we got to tone better. down the Stanford talk though yeah. this week. All right, right. because aside for now, yep, I'm gonna have have one just of- two syllable words now. No, <laughs> joking. <laughs> you can't literally can't help yourself. I can't. Sorry. Because we have the reason we need to tone down the Stanford talk is because we've got one of the most beloved Cal Bears, Alex Morgan's famulous, fabulous. We try that again. <laughs> word. Famulous. It's a famulous. good word. We've Pro- got famous and fabulous. The That's mom a good word. of one of the most beloved Cal Bears, Alex Morgan's fabulous mom, Pam, joins the show. Pamela Morgan. Welcome to your mom. It is awesome to have you. As we just mentioned, we've been trying to get you on this thing since we launched it. Thank you for saying yes. And I apologize in advance for any of the Stanford talk that Lisa brings. I've got my cow shirt on today, so I'm I bring all in on the bears. I bring peace. That's it. No, I, I bow down to Alex. I bow down to you. You guys are some of the people doing it right. And man, is she a good soccer player and fun to watch. So thank you for bringing her into this world. Yes. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, it's, I I assume you're getting ready for your trip. Are you, uh, are you getting all packed up? When do you guys leave? Uh, We'll be leaving uh, July 16th. Mm -hmm. Uh, It takes a little bit of time to get there. So (laughs) what is that? I think the flight, what is it? A 21 hour flight? Yeah. If you're lucky. So if you're lucky, yeah. Yep. Is everybody going your whole family? Well, um, everybody, except for my oldest daughter, she's gone to all the tournaments, carrying around her little newborn all over Paris. And now it's just, it's too much for them with the four, you know, two little kids and the adults. It's, it's pricey. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. lot. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be there and we can't wait to see how it all goes down. I got, I, I, you know, this is obviously not Alex's first rodeo, but the stage and the attention that the World Cup brings is, you know, is it's unlike anything else, I think, in women's sports. What do you, do you get nervous right around this time of year? Does it feel a little bit different? Um, I just pray for health and, uh, you know, they get that team down to the starting 11 and everything seems so scattered, but um, it all works out. You yeah. know, I 
It's just another tournament, right? It's just <laughs> another tournament. It's just another one in New Zealand. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. All eyes on her. Yeah. No. But and I think, you know, there's there's so much that we want to dive into in with you um today on. And I, I think I was reading something. Alex has referred to you as her Wonder Woman. Um, and I think every every mom, right, is Wonder Woman in my mind. And I think she she knows obviously the sacrifice that that you guys made to allow her to chase her dream. I got to ask you, though, let's start with this and kind of your story. What do you remember about those early days that she's talked so often about? You're a mom. Sounds like you were going to school at night, uh, working yeah, during the day. You've got three girls. Yep, three girls. I mean, how did what, what do you remember about those early days, Pam? Uh, well, uh, I worked for the with the first two and uh, we had a business. And then I said, I'm not going to have a third until she or he could um, talk. They weren't going to go to preschool until they could talk. So she, I stayed home for three years with Alex. So that was really great. And then I went back to school. She went back to school with me because she, there was a little daycare there. And then it just got crazy because I was doing uh, one night a week and every other weekend and all these things and working. And it was, it was pretty crazy. You know, my oldest daughter stepped up a lot and would cook some dinners at 10 years old. And <laughs> it was crazy. But it takes a village, yeah. right? Absolutely. It does. it does. It does. What did you get your master's in? Business. I, I, I have my uh, BS and then my MBA in wow. management. So good yeah. for you. Wow. That's incredible. I think the last did you experience mom guilt, Pam? Did you have during those during those days that were so busy and so crazy? We talk about mom guilt all the time on on this podcast and that it's something that a lot of people struggle with. But what do you remember feeling like, oh, I wish I just there was more of me or there were more hours of the day or I feel bad that I'm not able to be at everything I want to be at? I, you know, was so motivated because I was looking for the longevity. I knew I needed to do this. Um, so, you know, I'd have everything set up by the time I would have to go at night or every other weekend and I would have it all worked out. And I just, I kept saying, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yeah. So, and it was, it was all worth it. Um, it was great. We had 401k, we had our health insurance, we had a little extra money <laughs> and um, it, it really, it needed to be done. So it was did for the family. Need, you wanted to fulfill something in yourself. Is that why you wanted to do it? <laughs> I think I just wanted the security of being able to go out there and earn a living and give my kids, you know, the opportunities to do all the things that they have been able to do. And what an example. That's a fantastic example for your girls, for you to go back and do that, especially after having three young kids. So. Yeah, it was cute seeing them at, the, at my graduation. You know, Alex Aww. was little and <laughs> I'm like this mom of three graduating going, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sure there weren't a lot of your classmates that had three, you know, three young kids, yeah. I imagine. Uh, well, good for you. And and again, to see the forest through the trees and be able to see kind of the long term, what you wanted to set yourself up for, even when your kids are in little and you're in the thick of it. Uh, what was Alex like as a kid? Oh, my goodness. Um, she was wonderful, actually. <laughs> you know, she came out just very calm and inquisitive and uh, and she's still the same person she was when she was born. You know, mm -hmm. she's she would always would sit back and analyze the situation before she acted. She was never um, super spontaneous. You know, I think she learned a lot from the older girls, uh, her two older sisters, and um, learned what not to do. 
And <laughs> typical youngest, yeah. Or Learn. know how to sneak and do something you're not supposed to do. <laughs> she was always pretty, just a, just a real easygoing kid, hard worker, always, you know, wanted to make us proud. It was That's easy. Awesome. I read I read somewhere you were more strict with Alex. Do you think that, that she said that? Is that true? Do you think you were stricter with her or no? She may feel that way, but um, I don't think so. I went, no, usually we were the not. opposite. Yeah, I was the least strict with my youngest. So I thought that was so interesting. So, okay. So that's just her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, you know, I gave them a lot of leeway to hang themselves. And then I would step in and, you know, they'd have to learn their lessons on their own. You know, I, I did definitely was not a helicopter mother, or, you know, sheltering them by any means. I wanted them to get little fall and learn from those experiences at a young age and learn how to deal with them. I mean, I didn't step in, you know, um, say, well, wait, my kid's not playing enough at seven years old. I wouldn't do that. I'd say, you need to work harder and show them you need to be on the field. Wow. That's a dream. You're the yeah. dream parent for any, yeah, any coach because work. those are something we talked to Julie about is that parents, you know, <sighs> by and large are way over involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, there are times when she was clearly the better player on the field and wasn't getting time, but that's part of life. This is what's going to happen in your job. This is, you know, for the rest of your life, you're going to see life isn't always fair. Yeah. Right. Did was you there a time she wanted you to step in that you didn't, or did she kind of always understand the dynamic? Uh, well, I, we would step in if, if there was something completely out of line and, um, you know, there was a couple things that happened and uh, we talked about it and we decided to move on to something, you know, uh, somewhere else because it wasn't going to change and it wasn't her fault. So, you know, we would talk about it, but for the most part, she was like a coach's dream. <laughs> you sure, know, yeah. she would, she would do whatever the coach asked, even if we didn't think it was exactly the best you know, uh, position for her to play or whatever, um, she would do it. And that was really cool. Yeah. I, you know, she trusted, she has a lot of trust. She's a good teammate. That's being a good teammate for sure. Yeah. Did your teammate. other daughters play soccer or any other sports? Uh, oh yeah. Um, so, um, I started out coaching my oldest one okay. and she didn't like to run. She was like, just, like this. That's a tough so. sport if you don't like to run soccer. <laughs> so they played softball, um, volleyball, track. They did every theater. Alex, I was talking to her the other day and she goes, yeah, and you even made me play violin in junior high school. And I'm like, I did. I didn't even remember. I didn't, I didn't even, even remember. Out. <laughs> but uh, my middle daughter uh, switched, which I couldn't believe, from softball. She traveled all over the country in softball. And she came home and said, I want to be a cheerleader. I was like, what? <laughs> she made varsity cheer as a junior. And wow. she did it. And then she's like, you know what? This is really stupid. I'm like, why, are, <laughs> why am I cheering for them? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then so you coached um, coached them when they were little. Did you play soccer? No, 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 no. I don't even think soccer was a thing when I was little. Um, yeah, you know, when Title Nine came about in '72, I was mm -hmm. twelve. Um, so no, I didn't play soccer. I you know excelled at a lot of sports and played volleyball in high school, but um, there wasn't a whole lot for me when I was little. I was the youngest of seven kids. Oh wow! Um, so. There was no room for 
anybody to haul me around. And there really was No, go ahead. Sorry. There wasn't a lot, a lot for girls to do in sports in my, you know, my neighborhood. So. It's amazing how much it's changed, right? Oh, I love it. About all the different opportunities. And and there's a reason that the, you know, women's world cup team is, uh, has a chance to do something that no other team has done, which is win three straight world cups in a row. And it's a testament to title nine, certainly, and all the opportunities that are there now. Um, what, what was the dynamic like with her sisters? Because Alex really, I mean, she has become a global star icon. Like I can't understate the influence she's had both on the sport and what she's doing away from soccer as well. But what was the dynamic like for the family as she kind of went through that and really started to, I think it was, I mean, I imagine it was probably after her first world cup in what, 2011, that things really started to change for you guys. Or what, what was that like? Um, I think it was more for me, the U twenties when she played on the under 20 world cup, um, that was in Chile and they won. And that's when I remember I woke up and every, every paper was plastered with her face on the front of it all over. And that's when things really changed when she went back to Cal and, you know, they just, it just really exploded at that time. But it was fun for us because we got to travel to all these different countries and go everywhere and all the family goes, everybody, including all my brothers and sisters. And it's really, I mean, World Cup Canada, I think we had like 45 people wow. that were traveling all over Canada. So it's fun for everybody. Yeah. You know, uh, my middle daughter, she used to come and see her play sometimes. And she's reading a book in the stands. And one time the, the soccer ball came over and hit my daughter on the head. I'm like, you need to pay attention. <laughs> she's like, you know, there's other things but soccer. But no, we love it. Everybody loves it. Everybody, they're all supportive, super supportive of Alex. No, no jealousy whatsoever. Everybody excels at their own, you know, what they're doing in life. So, yeah, that's amazing. I, can you tell us about the sticky note at work that, that oh, she wrote sure. you? I don't know if you still have it in a memory box somewhere, but. You know, I do, but unfortunately I put it in my safe deposit box it's, not too long ago. Place, so I just didn't get to do um, So I had an office, a little teeny closet office um, and Jerry, my middle daughter, she took her everywhere. She was going to be a famous Broadway star actress. And so she said, Mama, I'm going to be a famous actress and buy you a house at the beach. So I put the sticky note up there. And a couple days later, Alex comes in, knock, knock. And she's like, Mommy, I'm going to be a professional soccer player. Love, Alley Cat. And I, so I stuck it up there. It was up there for until I moved in 2012. Wow. And um, yeah, it was just really cool. I couldn't believe it. Looking back at it, it's amazing. I wish I had it to share with you. How old was she when she wrote it? She was probably about eight. And was it, I mean, was it clear that she was on that path? I mean, at what point did you realize that she had a chance to be really special or was it still kind of a, just truly a sticky note? <laughs> no, she's... Um, she excelled at all the sports, but she really, really just really liked running, really liked track, really uh, was fast. And, and she really liked soccer. It was like she wanted to play all the time, you know, just play with the boys, play with anybody that would play with her. And did she play club team? Did she do the club? She kids? played club, but it was um, not until she was um, like over 14. Okay. So she played just the local ASO. 
um, would do the spring select because she would go from all the kids would go from like soccer to base to softball to, you know, whatever, gymnastics, whatever they would, every season they would do different things. And so if you went to club, you were, that was it. And I said, I'm just not going to have her do that, you know? So, but then we realized clearly around 14, she needed to get on a team. So we put her on just the, the very local, I don't know what it was called back then. I think it was silver, silver elite, gold, whatever. And so we started her at the bottom and it was like, this isn't even as good as ASO, you know? <laughs> so we moved her the same season, moved her again, and then she found her home and she was probably about, I don't know, almost 15 and she stayed with the same team. It wasn't a high profile team. We won all kinds of championships with this one team and Cypress Elite, and um, they're still all close. I That's bet. Awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's a good reminder, I think, for, I mean, because I, I think parents do stress out about, I need to get my kid on the, the elitist of the elite right. teams. I got to have them be this. They got to do this in order for them to achieve their dream. And I, I think that's a good example and reminder of. That's I not, always, I, I yeah. can refer to in football, if you're good, they'll find you. Trust me. Yeah. They're the coaches, teams, they're looking for talent. They are begging for talent. And, you know, you yeah. might not be on, not play on the very, very best team, but they're going to find you. They'll find, yeah. especially Agreed. in day and age, they will absolutely find you. <laughs> Play where you're going to have the most fun. Play with your friends. Like I swear, they'll, they'll find and you. And that was, it keeps the love of the sport in her, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it was more about uh, the pizza party and the spending yeah. the night at the hotels. And, you know, it was great. Our friends coached her. Um, it was just so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, my That's son now is in. He's, he's in and is asking a lot of his friends that he grew up playing with in weddings. Like they're all in each other's weddings and it's just, oh, True. just, I get so excited. It's so amazing. It's so neat. Yeah. It's so neat to have that bond from growing up. It is. History together. And they'll yeah. Be for life. They'll be friends for life. Yeah. Best friends since kindergarten, played soccer throughout their careers, even in high school. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's really nice. They're still all best friends. And I think also um, having the variety of the sports and the different activities, um, I'm not funneling them one way or another. They're finding what they want mm -hmm. to excel at, and they're not burning out certain right. parts of their body at 11 years old. Right. You know? Lisa talks about that yeah, all the time. Big, yeah. Huge yeah. proponent of multi-sport athletes. I think it's mm -hmm. better for your body. It's better for, for everything, for your mind and meet new friends. And yeah, I just, I'm a big proponent of that. I, I, I don't like this yeah. one sport from age three until 20, you know, it's just a recipe <laughs> for disaster. So yeah, in my opinion, no. specialization. Yeah. It's for, especially I, someone said the other day, specialization is for insects, which I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that means, but yeah, I think it applies here. I'm not sure. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, but you make the point of that. I mean, Alex was clearly a motivated kid, right? And had all these different interests and wanted to do all these different things. What did you do um, or were you intentional about helping her avoid getting burned out and, and staying motivated? Was, was there ever a time that you worried about, you know, maybe that she was doing too much or taking on too much? And how did you manage that? <sighs> I mean, she does, she always has taken on a lot. Mm -hmm. um, the girls will always want to be busy. And my kind of philosophy is, you know, if they have downtime, then they can, you know, go the wrong way sometimes. And I think that's where the violin came in is I'm like, well, you got to do something, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, um, she's a self-motivator. 
you know, I, I wasn't, like I said, I didn't sit there and um, do their homework with them. That was their job. I have my job. Your job is school. If you need help, I'm here. And so you didn't make the science fair project for him with the volcano. You didn't do that in the planets. You didn't. Do I think one. I helped with the mission. <laughs> Good. You helped a little. Oh. What was, what would you say? Did you have a parenting philosophy? You said, you know, you obviously weren't a helicopter parent, parent and, and step back and let them figure their things out. Was that something that you intentionally went into when you became a mom saying, Hey, I want to make sure that I'm going to build these kids up to be independent and resilient on their own. Or was it just, did it kind of come natural to you? Um, well, I learned from the first couple ones <laughs> that, you know, they needed a lot of more structure, but they also needed to learn on their own mm -hmm. and fail on their own and learn from that. So my philosophy is basically, I, put it in an analogy. It's like bowling with bumper pads. And my job is just to keep them in the middle. You know, they can't go too far this way or too far that way. They, I was very lenient. I said, you guys got to get a B average. If you don't get a B average, you get yanked out of everything. And they all graduated like 4.5. Yeah. They were all wow. self-motivated. So, but I said, but it's okay. If you get a C, it's not the end of the world. Right. You know, but, so yeah. if that helps you to understand my philosophy. Yeah. I'm Lisa grounded all of her kids if they got anything less than an A minus. So if got anything less than a 99, we no. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be grounded for life. <laughs> still be grounded. <laughs> no. She has earned, I mean, well, let's start with this. Cal, how did she pick Berkeley? Where did you think she was going to end up? Where did you want her to go? How did, how did she become a bear? Oh. Well, like, like, like I said, we toured all over. I love Stanford. I really liked it. Um, but it was a small camp, not a small campus, but 5,000 undergrad students. Um, she wanted the full college experience. Uh, I remember Cal was on their way back from, I think, Texas or something. And the coach called and asked Alex if she had made a decision. And she's like, I'm committed to Cal. And she, they were the whole bus erupted. And uh, it was just a really great experience for her. I wasn't the most excited about Cal. I was excited about JT, who was the assistant coach and um, loved Kevin, who was the coach. And as soon as she committed, they both... Well, Kevin went to Arizona and JT Thomas, I don't know if you know her, um, uh, lover. Uh, she stayed on for a few years and we ended up getting Neil, who is still coaching yep. there. And it was just a phenomenal experience. Neil really uh, put a lot into Alex one-on-one -on -one time to help her prepare to make the U20 Cup, uh, you know, team. So it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Did That's she think about awesome. leaving? Because I think it happens all the time where you see a player or, you know, a student athlete commit to a coach, that staff ends up leaving. And a lot of times, you know, the student athletes think, okay, well, I got to get out of here too, because I'm going to get a coach that isn't like my coach that I didn't, that didn't recruit me. That was never on the table. It was shocking. It was shocking. We were just like, oh my goodness, what are we, what's going to happen here? But um, no, she made that commitment. That's where she wanted to go and stuck with it. And I mean, there was some ups and downs, uh, you know, in the coaching, but it, it all is was amazing i yeah. couldn't ask for a better experience um they were everybody was so supportive the parents were great it was, just was a great experience and she met her husband there i was just gonna say and he was a soccer player as well right 
Right. So they had met each other before, prior, um, before going to Cal. He took a year off, played in, um, I'm not sure where, I don't know, Argentina or something for one year. So then they ended up both going to Cal at the same time and they were together since like day one. So yeah, he played. I've seen pictures. He's, he's hot. Can I say it? I really love him. Yeah. He played for galaxy. They, he played for the Sounders. He played for Houston. He played for Orlando. And uh, finally he just retired about a year ago. And now he follows her around. Kind of. Yeah, he's got his own work too. <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah, but it is nice when he's there. Yeah, you know. I'm sure. And they just had a baby. So that's huge. Congrats. So thank you. How old is she? Yeah, she's two almost. Gonna be three. Oh, three. Oh, she's gonna be three. Wow. Oh, so she didn't just have a baby. Wow. No. She uh, made this Sunday is her birthday party. She'll be three years oh, old. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, Charlie. That's, that's she's cute. and and I she think is yeah. Tell us about what. Tell us about little Charlie because she. Oh my goodness! I mean, cutest. it's just she is the exact opposite of Alex. <laughs> really, <laughs> she is not. She's very determined and vocal and walks with a strut everywhere she goes. <laughs> um, she is so fun. She's she's just. I think she's more like her, uh, her daddy. Love it. Well, and that's, that sets up the question that I was really excited to ask you, which is, you know, I think Alex has earned every accolade that you can imagine, but it was this past February that she set a very unique U S women's national team record with the most goals scored as a mom. And I love that. That's something that is tracked by the way. Right. Um, so was that a record by the way that, that you guys were aware of or that you had talked about? Did she know that that was, I mean, I'm, I'm all about stats, you know, I love stats, <laughs> but, um, I was not aware of that. And there's other moms that are, you know, playing still and, or that are just now having babies. So I think it is more encouraging for other, um, for other mothers that want to continue playing professionally and on the national team, rather than me being, oh, she played the most, I would score the most goals as a mother that I don't just, it's cool, but it's not all that for me because I think it's more encouraging. Yeah. yeah. I think right. it's inspiring to other moms, other inspiring. women playing that have children too. I think it's pretty, yeah. It's a great yeah. stat. It's a good it, one. It is a great stat because it's, it's to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, to what Lisa's saying, I think, and, and Pam to the inspiration, it used to be that if you wanted to be a high level, and there's been a lot in the news about this on a lot of different levels and how Nike treats their athletes and how we view moms and professional athletes and how they come back after giving birth. And I do think, um, Alex doing what she's doing with the three-year-old it's, it opens the doors. It allows you, you know, if you can see it, you can be it. And so when you see that other, other women or people like Alex are having kids and still playing at this, at this type of level, it is inspiring. It, it, it really is. And it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of people. And, um, you know, Charlie travels with her most of the time. Um, you know, everybody helps out anytime she can be with, you know, her on the road, she is, it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. It, a lot it, of work. Not everybody can do it. I think. Right. You need a lot of energy, well, <laughs> yeah. to say the least. Energy, patience, Every, yeah. all the above. Support. How have you seen her change as a mom? Like now that she's become a mom, have you seen? Is there anything about your daughter that you notice that's different? I think she appreciates mothers more. 
you know, because now she sees what, you know, you really have to do to um, sacrifice, to um, make everything good and a uh, great situation for that little child you brought into the world. Um, she's always been on task, but I think her calendar gets tighter and tighter and tighter and she makes sure that she has ample time, um, you know, the, for the rituals that they do every night with the baby. And it's just, you know, she pulled from a lot of different angles, I think. Yeah. And she's just, and she handles it with ease. I don't know how she wow. does it. Wow. She gets <laughs> it from her mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, here are three kids and I'm going to get my, um, MBA real quick. Have your has your guys' relationship evolved since she's become a mom? Because I, I do think that's something that happened to me when I became a mom. I started appreciating my parents a lot more because you realize, oh no, they weren't trying to ruin my life. They were actually trying to, <laughs> they really love me more than I had any idea. Um, uh, has your relationship evolved at all since she's become a mom? I think we get less Manny Petties together. <laughs> <laughs> that used to always be our thing Aww. to do. Maybe but, Carly um, is like 10 or 11, then you three of you can go together. You can start taking the grandkids, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I I really don't think um, it's changed because, you know, Alex has her own thoughts and, you know, does her little research on things. But there are times when she'll, she'll call me and ask, she, she probably calls me a little bit more asking questions, mm -hmm. you know, about health issues or this or that, or, you know, um, you got to have somebody to bounce that off that has had children, Yep, you know? Right. And what better resource than your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the world cup? Sure. I'm, I'm really excited. We've been, you know, pumping this thing up and I, it's one of my favorite, um, sporting events to follow. And I just love the coverage and the enthusiasm and the excitement for the women's team. It's just really cool. They're all, you know, celebrities in their own right. What are you most excited to see in this year's world cup? Or is there any storylines or anything that as even from the mom standpoint that we should be watching for? Wow. Um, I just hope for a successful, you know, outing, um, you know, they, they have the talent on the team. We just need to, uh, you know, get that cohesiveness down. And I think we've been doing this for the last, year and it just seems like we're still trying to get yeah. that down and that gets a little scary sometimes because there's so much talent um looking forward to just hanging out with all the moms and the families and supporting each other and you know looking forward to um you know just traveling around going to all the games supporting my daughter what is that connection like with the other moms Pam, is it, it what's the, yeah, what's the uh, dynamic? You know, Alex was just 21 when she came onto the team. So we had Judy Wambach, who just was the most amazing. She is the most amazing person in the world. All of the Wambachs are. Um, and so she really helped take me under my wing and, you know, uh, show me the ropes and whatnot. And uh, that was awesome. And traveling to Germany with Denise Rapino and uh, Debbie, Allie Krieger's mom, and, um, you know, S Sandy LaRue. She's a hoot. S Sandy LaRue's mom. Yep. Talk to her often. Uh, she is fun, fun, fun. We've heard, we've heard <laughs> stories about her already. It's, oh, it's I, I'm excited for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, she, she 
probably won't be going to the World Cup. Oh. Um, Sid, I wish, but uh, you know the the moms are integral part because sometimes the dads are so you know, and moms just want to go have a glass of wine and have our little mm-hmm. chit chats. Yes, uh, you know we sit together. All right, it's just so much fun. It's fun. It's like. I tell people, um, you know, they're like, well, how is it on the biggest stage out here? And I said, you know what? It's just like an ASO game, but it's on a bigger stage. And, you know, and they're like, what? And I said, yeah, enjoy the the little, you know, the 10-year-olds playing in their own community because uh, you don't have to wait as long in line. It doesn't cost $50 to park. And to go into a game (laughs) yeah (laughs) no um but we're super excited about it and then our of course having the whole family there and um it's always fun alex it's you can't do soccer 24 hours a day so she likes to get away we always have coffee almost you know every morning she gets a 45 minute break so we'll you know always meet her for coffee wherever she can go and uh, just get away from the soccer for a little bit so. You mentioned how fun the moms are. Julie told us that Rose Lavelle's mom is oh, yeah. on another <laughs> level. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it, I, you know, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything, but I, I heard there is some fireball uh, oh, stories that maybe she like makes it in the stands. Does she make it in the stands homemade and stuff and passes it out from what we heard. I don't know how she gets it in, but they are everywhere. I look down and there's those little fireball things all over. It's hilarious. I, 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 how did she ever start this? Yeah. I think I, so the last time I've never had one. I, I mean, not that I'm opposed to it, but I've just, I, you know. So the last time she made me, she said, you know what? Here. Pour it in your beer. It's really good. While we were in the stands, <laughs> so she made me drink a fireball inside my beer. And was it I'm delicious? Like, it sounds delicious. It actually was good. Mm-hmm. It was huh. good. Oh, they are so much fun. And Rose is a doll. They're all just all the moms are great. It's like a nice sorority you guys have. That is great. Nice, a nice bond. That it's it and it's hard, probably hard to describe to anybody else because you're nervous. You want your, you know, your kids to do so well. You want health and you want safety and you. You're nervous, mm-hmm. but you, oh, it's just a, it's a great bond. I just know that. Yeah. Football. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you bond quickly with those women. That's what, for sure. And fireball awesome. helps. I, I, and fireball I, does. Yeah. yeah we had, does. that was kind of our tradition at the Stanford football mom <laughs> yeah. and dads. Yeah. There was a big fireball shots going around every single game. That was really? a very big deal. Yep. Yes, it was. Um, yep. What's with the fireball? I don't, I don't get it. I have no idea. This one adorable family started it. And ever since then, and, and now at like almost every Friday night, we're in this huge group chat still from Stanford football. And that was years ago. They'll all just send pictures of each other, just chugging fireballs Friday night <laughs> somewhere. Someone's in some exotic location. They're like, look, empty nesters. And they're, they'll chug a fireball. <laughs> I remember when Lisa came to my house for a, we had a Christmas party this past year and she was in town and my mom was here. And the very first introduction that Lisa had to my mom was my mom was like, let me make you a fall mosa, which is a mimosa with fireball. And let me recommend that highly. I mean, whatever that was, was magic. Lisa that, didn't leave for like three days. I have best friends now. Your best friends are now my best friends. <laughs> so it's basically an orange juice, champagne, and fireball? Yeah. 
And she actually did champagne. It was champagne, apple cider, and fireball. Apple cider. I was going to say, I thought there was, and it was, it was warm. There was one warm one, wasn't there? uh, Yeah. I don't know. I think it was, I I think it was warm going down. Probably. (laughs) End of the night, it was warm. (laughs) Hence the fire. Hence the fire. Exactly right. That is so fun though. And I do think that um, the relationship that you create with the parents of, you know, your kids teammates is really special and something that I didn't really think about when I'm, I mean, my kids are really little, but even going to soccer and t-ball, I just think I'm enjoying this because I'm loving getting to know these moms and dads who are awesome. And if you, you know, it it does make a really, really big difference. And it's cool to think about that. It continues all the way up to the biggest stage of any sporting event. How do you, how long do you think Alex wants to play? Is this, you guys talked about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about it. Um, you know, it, it seems like a couple years away is a long time. And then once it comes and it's like, well, I could do one more because we go in two year cycles. You have the, you know, the World Cup, the Olympics, and then two off years. So next year will be the Olympics. I'm hoping she'll, you know, continue to play and health will hold up and all that through the Olympics. But, you know, Charlie's three and I know they would like to have another baby. So, you know, and if you're going to take off a year at 35, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Christy Rampone was amazing. She, she played and played, but, um, you know, with her two kids, but I don't know. And that has a full right there is the difference just innately. And there's no way of being a male professional athlete and a female professional athlete, because that's, I mean, and that's just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it is. And, you know, um, she wants to have Charlie have her cousins around the same age, which is really amazing. And uh, she'd like to have another baby Her my other daughter, my middle daughter is trying right now. So they want them, their children to grow up together. And, that's so nice. Yeah. That's good. You know, you can't, I, I don't think she wants her kids seven, eight years yeah. apart. Yeah. No. Having a kid at 40 something, that wouldn't probably fly. <laughs> what, do, what do you see her doing after her playing career is over, whenever that may be, other than Oof. other than hopefully having a, a another beautiful baby? I, I mean, she's got her hands in so many uh-huh. pots right now. You know, she's got that together um, social website. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing what they're doing. Um, She's got her hands in a lot of different um, businesses, you know, some properties and things like that. So I think she would just be able to breathe a little bit. Yeah, more time, uh, that's for sure. I think the thing yeah. about Alex too that I when I talk about what impact she's had and not just be, it's not just because she is so good at soccer obviously that's the vehicle that allowed everyone to to get to know her but it's and and she's a mom and all that comes with that but to me you talk about all the things she's doing off the field and she is so involved in so many things and she's in the middle of this big time career and being a mom and yet she's creating all of this change off the field. So when you look at her as her, your mom, like what's the thing that you're most proud of what she's, what she's been able to do? Uh, You know, when people ask me this, I tear up because to me, I mean, she's done a lot of things. Um, You know, that Alex Morgan foundation for moms and what in San Diego area and um, you know, athletes and she's done a lot of things. She's written the books, uh, a series of the kicks for the tweens 
And uh, what I think I'm most proud of is her being a role model and um, really sticking to that and uh, inspiring young girls that are, you know, 10, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever, um, because if she could do it, they can do it. And um, you just got to have that will and keep going. You know, so I get I, I when I go to the games and I see the girls, not just I mean, they're really and I've talked to some of them and they're just very inspired. And they tell me stories of how, you know, they continue to do different things because of her. And that is huge for me. And I can give you a very specific example of that from um, our friend Kim Neal, who is a big part of what we're doing on this podcast. She has a daughter named Riley. And she sent Lisa and I a note last night and said, I just want to share this with you guys. She is, she said, my daughter is reading and she's playing soccer and she gives all of the credit to Alex Morgan. She said she was pulling her hair out, trying to get her to read. And it was this whole battle. And then her daughter found the kicks books, which is the the series that you're talking about. She said, everything changed. It changed everything. And she said, she didn't even realize that it was Alex's book series. And then she, you know, kind of, kind of, but said it got it and got her daughter Riley into reading. And then as soon as they moved down to LA, Riley wanted to join a soccer team and it's been the biggest gift. So, I mean, that is one small uh, anecdote. And very Kim, thank you. Heart. Thanks Alex for being a soccer mom. Cause she's now officially a soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we'll have to share this and let's break out the fireball, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is, but it's the impact, and it's and Great you know how story. many stories there are like that that you know Alex will never you'll never hear yeah. them all. It's impossible, um, but they're countless, and that's yeah. I, I can imagine how proud that makes you because that's the impact that will last so much further and so much longer than anything you know any record or stat she's able to create on on the soccer field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of her accolades as well. You know the things that she's. Trophies and all that, but I think her lasting legacy will be the impression that she had on kids. I mean, look at Mia, you know, Mia, Julie, uh, Boxy, Christine, Lily. Um, you know, those those folks had an impression on my daughter, yeah. and um, uh, the UP, you know, the WPS and the, the Women's League. They kept folding, and they had um, the Soul out in Los Angeles, and Mia played for that team. And I said, well. I think Alex was like 14, 15. And I, I said, I'm going to buy a season tickets. We're going to drive in and go watch the games. And, and it, it, you know what? It was fun. We had a good time. I mean, we didn't go to every game, but you know, you see them, you, you know, I remember when Mia had, it was her last game and it said ham on the back. And then at halftime she came out with Garcia Parra on it. And that was her last game. And, you know, it, it's just, a, it's, you know, the generations keep going and, and hopefully there's somebody to inspire those girls. And if Alex can be one of those, you know, women to inspire the younger generation, I'm just, yeah, she so. is. She absolutely is. 1000%. Yeah. I, I love that. All right. Well, we've, we've kept you long. I've got a couple more for you. I'm, I'd be curious okay. for you. You mentioned you grew up one of seven, you said the youngest of seven kids. And Correct. where did you grow up? Um, in West Covina, California, which is just maybe 30 miles outside of LA. Okay. So what, what was that like? Because I can't imagine, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of four and I think of how chaotic <laughs> it was at times. Uh, what was, it, yeah. What, what was that like? What were those dynamics like? It was awesome. Yeah. I love my family. Oh. 
We're so very okay. close. Um, there's four boys and three girls. So when Alex was a girl, I was super happy because I'm one of three girls, you know, and so now I have my three girls. It was great. My dad coached all the boys, Little League. It was always chaotic. Unfortunately, my mother passed away at when I was five. So um, my dad, uh, the oldest was 16. And so there was seven children under 16 with my dad. And I know it was crazy. So my sister, um, my older sister stepped in and really did a lot. And it just made everybody really close. You know, we're just super close and love each other so much. And they're always, you know, Alex is around all her aunts and uncles. And it was wonderful growing up. And it was a different time. We didn't lock our doors. You come in when the street lights come on. Uh, everything was safe. The neighborhood, you could go to any one of the neighbors. And yeah. Yeah, it was a great time to grow up in a, in a great town. I, I love to hear that. And I love to hear how close you were. Do you have memories of your mom? Um, just a couple. I have a couple. Um, she used to sew and um, she used to have me sew buttons on a piece of cloth. <laughs> I remember that. I remember looking outside and her knee bouncing up and down and, you know, looking out at Mount Baldy. She was probably having a sleep. <laughs> Probably needed it with having seven kids. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just a few, a few memories. So who was that influential woman in your life then when you when you think back on on who helped you become who you were? Um probably my sister Cindy. You know, she's uh what is she, seven years older than me and really, you know, took care of the family. Uh and then a couple neighbors. One Dodo, her name was Dodo. So she, Dodo took care of us a lot. And because there was a lot of us, you know, with my dad working and we were all running amok, you know, no shoes. And then Franny, another neighbor who is actually my sister's um, mother-in-law. Um, she's passed on now, but um, my sister's been with her husband since they were in seventh grade. Wow. And Franny took me everywhere she would take me out to you know lunch and she said where are your shoes pamela i'm like i don't know she's like let's go buy you some but just you know those probably those three people um i just have to say they were so inspirational you know my sister still is the sweetest person on earth oh, wow <laughs> gosh it really does yeah, it, what a village what a blessing you had so many people in your lives that loved you and yeah. helped take care of you it's, yeah your mom's probably true, looking down true. happy yeah I'm sure that she is. I'm sure yeah. that she is. Yeah. Well, how would you describe this phase of your life, Pam? You've got grandkids now. You're, you know, obviously a really special moment watching Alex doing what she's doing and not sure how much longer she's, you know, going to be playing on this level. But what, how would you sort of describe this chapter and this season? Well, um, it's so much fun to have grandchildren. <laughs> it really is. I'd like to, um, I'm so busy, at the, but I'd like to spend more time with them. Uh, I've been traveling a lot, stopped working in January. So doing everything that I want to do whenever I want to yeah. do it, um, you know, that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, just, just be with the kids and uh, what, travel And more. what have you done that you've loved that you weren't able to do before? Uh, Sheesh. I mean, I went to Costa Rica. That's <laughs> I went to Hawaii. Yes. I went, oh my gosh, I've been everywhere this year. I went to Tennessee. I want to travel and see our country. 
I went to uh, Nashville, Gatlinburg, just having a ball, caught a game. You know, the, the U.S. team played in Nashville. So I drove over to Nashville from oh, Gatlinburg. Fun. Just fun. How fun. Do you go by yourself? Yeah, you weren't able to. Do you go by yourself or do you go with friends or your husband? Or Yeah, no, I don't yeah. go by myself. So, um, But I've never even been to the Grand Canyon. So I'm oh, dying to go to the Grand Canyon. Canyon. Oh, yeah. You gotta go. yeah. yeah, just just stop that, you know, because everybody said, you know, you've done everything for traveling wherever the team goes, which is awesome. I mean, I'm not complaining by any means, but it's like now you can go to different mm-hmm. places. That you want to go. Exactly. When you want to go to. <laughs> yes. Get that bucket yes. list in order for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you, we we always ask this at the end. If you could go back, knowing what you know now, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But if you could go back and do something differently as a parent, is there anything you would change? Well, I was. I think I was young when I had um, my first one, and so I don't think you really know everything. You have a lot of energy, but uh, probably been a little bit more calm and not <laughs> strict with my first one. But the, for the rest of it, you know, I think I wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I We had a ball, you know. We had so much fun, and they were great. And Oh, I know. I probably wouldn't make them go to church at get up on Sunday morning at 7.30 every Sunday, no matter where we were in the United you States. you haven't heard the end of it, right? You it. haven't heard the end of it. Yeah, I might go to noon. Yeah. You know, just, can we switch it to mass, you know? It was like... We're so exhausted. Oh, but they, you know, we have to go to church at eight o'clock and it's in Spanish, but it doesn't matter. We got to go, you know. Are you, are you Catholic? <laughs> yeah. Catholic. Yep. Yeah. I've, I, uh, yeah. I, I know that. I know that well. I know. Uh, well, those Sunday mornings are, they are, are hard. hard. And and, um, I, every now and then, because we, you know, we go to church. I'm Catholic. We, we go to church. We take our kids and we've started. We used to go to the nine and now we go to the 11 o'clock, which is much. <laughs> better, but I'm sitting there sometimes and I'm thinking, I'm like, does God really want me to be mad at my kids for an hour? Like, is this, is this the experience that, I, you know, I'm not sure that I'm doing. Exactly they did the same thing. Ashley did the early morning and then a little 11 o'clock. And then now they go Saturday afternoons. Yeah. I, I was just going to say 530 yeah. mass. Yeah. I'm like, can't we just go 530? No, there's yeah, games. Five, well, they go 530 um, and then they're out watching, exactly watching games yeah. right, tomorrow, right after. <laughs> Yeah, what yeah. Work. no, but I, I think it was great, and they all did. Um, you know, of course, first communion, mm-hmm. catechism, choir, altar servers. Oh, wow. I, I mean, it, they oh, did it all. That's awesome. And yeah, it, it was. It, we it was a great little community diamond bar to grow up in for I the bet. kids. I bet. And the one thing I will, I will say, I'm going to pass on one piece of advice for our any um, moms or dads out there that are listening who are struggling to take their young kids to church but kind of want to go. My brother really helped me because he said he's got three kids. And he said, that the way I see it is as long as I you're going, the act of going is important and that your kids realize that it's important. Oops. But take off the pressure of having to be there and be quiet the whole time. He said, my thing was, as long as we were all together for the Our Father, then it didn't matter if I was outside Anything the whole time goes. with one of them. You know, it just take the pressure off of feeling like you need to get it because it's, they will get, they will get older, they will grow up. And if you can just make it there and kind of take the pressure off and that totally helps. So yeah, we've spent a lot of time outside the church. I should say we go to outside of the church a lot. I was in that crying room yes. a lot. Crying room. Yeah. Crying room. Such a horrible name for it, but that's exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly what it is. Oh, all right. Well, do you want to, um, 
you know, is there anything that you want a message that you want to share with Alex that you'd be willing to share with us about as she gets ready to go for <laughs> what may or may not be her last World Cup uh, run um, about what this experience um, as her mom has been like for you? I would say I've been like just blessed and I'm so very fortunate to have the three girls and each one of them surpassed my expectations and anything I ever, um, you know, thought I was capable of raising. So, you know, they're amazing. And then I just hope for their health and safety and, you know, and to win a World Cup. Love it. <laughs> we manifest things on this podcast, so let's do it. Three Pete. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to peak too early. So this is good. I think they're walking into the World Cup at the perfect yeah. time. That's my two cents. <laughs> it's about all it's everybody right where we want them. they everyone thinks that, we're, that we're all trying to still figure it out but that's right. you know that's just for the outside right like we've got everything on the inside i'm sure is totally dialed in you know well True. enjoy the trip I, will you send us some pictures of you guys doing fireball shots I'm <laughs> <laughs> i'll send i'll i'll send you the um yeah hours, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah oh pam oh, you are an absolute goodness. delight thank you for raising such strong amazing women. I'm glad you're enjoying this phase of motherhood and grandmotherhood. Um, and good luck. Enjoy the heck out of New Zealand and Australia. And then go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both. It was a pleasure to meet you, speak with you and uh, good luck with your babies and good luck with the football and the bears. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to get that last one in. So go ahead. You can say it, Lisa. You can say, say what? My my mouth doesn't work that way. It doesn't you can't form those go bears? It doesn't. I can't form those words. <laughs> oh, we'll work on it. Okay, you sure bear. you don't. Yeah, come on, come on, Whatever. just one. Go bears, Cardinals. <laughs> you know what? I can edit that, so it'll just be. Go bears. Yeah, nice. No, no problem. Bears. Oh, Pam, thank you so much. We love you. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. She was terrific. Oh, she was amazing. Pam, Pam Morgan, man. Can I just so say one of, there were a lot of great moments in that yeah. interview, but I think my favorite was when you told her that her son-in-law was hot. <laughs> I think she appreciated that. Yeah. She, probably the most inappropriate moment, but thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to circle back. So now we can't edit that out. So now, it so now it's, it's, it's in the clothes. So and if, the, if you didn't hear the like, part about Lisa saying that Gavando was hot, then that means that we edited it, but I just want to make sure that we get that in there. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he is. Yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah. be, I'm hanging out on Epstein Island this weekend. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Now that we're going to have to edit out. That we're going to take out. Oh, inappropriate. One of these okay. days anyway. I'm going to yeah. put together yeah. a cutting room floor <laughs> montage. That'll of, either that'll either cancel us or make us go viral. It's one it? yeah, maybe both. Maybe go viral and then get canceled. Not, we don't have an HR. Who cares? Lily. Yeah. This is the end of the podcast. No one's still listening right now. There's no there's no you are the HR department. Lisa, they turned so. off and they're yeah, they're gone. They're out. Yeah. There's no bumpers. There's no bumpers on this uh nope. I never got the bumpers. I just like people were just throwing down the lane in the gutters everywhere, mostly the gutters. We're just like sliding down belly <laughs> yeah. first. The not a lot of strikes over here a lot of gutter balls <laughs> that was a great oh analogy though that's a good way to parent very yeah simplicity. oh it was a great analogy love it yep i love it and i i will say and we told her this when when we after we said goodbye to her but i really mean it 
to have, you know, both last week, Julie Foudy, this week, Alex mm -hmm. Morgan's mom talking about the importance of, hey, don't stay out of it. Let your kids yeah. have their journey. When something gets too far to one side, step in, fine. Step in, right. Or when they, if they ask you, if it's, you know, you can't handle yeah. it, yeah, bring in a parent or an adult real quick and uh, take care of it and move on. But what better time to learn that, as you said, than yeah. when they're in youth sports and they're trying to make their way because it's life right. is life isn't fair. And the earlier nope. that you can experience that and learn that and not have someone bailing you out or every time something gets hard, uh, we're going to go get a new teacher or a new coach or a new this or that. Sometimes it's warranted, but for the most part, you got to work through that stuff. So I, I love I that enough, both of them. I have for a new partner. So, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to do that, live by, you know, live by what we preach. So here I am still here. <laughs> You've been dying to get another one, but there's still, yeah, you're just trying to stay trying. committed. I appreciate that. Thank Lots you. of bumper action. Lots of <laughs> rolling down the bowling lane right now. <laughs> oh boy. All right, Lisa. Great Ashley. job as always. And our World Cup yep. coverage continues next week. And I think yes, um, hey, next, let's bring fireballs. Hey, what? Let's bring fireballs. We'll try it. Yes. Fireballs. Yes, hey. We need a mailbag episode where we're doing fireball shots. That's 100%. Okay. That will, and by male, she means M A I L, not M A L E. <laughs> Although that would be a fun episode. But See, that's that education. Mailbag. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to end this before we actually get canceled. I love you. Thanks for listening to your mom. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Maybe Unless you have something bad to say, then we don't want to hear it. Don't this one. See you next week. <laughs>